to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Ash, and I'm joined by two members of my firefighter family. We have Scott. Hey. <coughs> Sorry, I was coughing. <laughs> and we have Rob. Hello. <laughs> uh, we are missing Todd, and we're going to call that our news this week. Where is Todd? I just heard he was in the SISM course, which mm-hmm. is Critical Incident Stress Management. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's taking that for his other job. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he's away. Uh, he's going to be listening to this on his off time, so hopefully uh, it's a good one for him. You better not try to sism me later. Right? <laughs> I can see it. This is, like, his practical. <laughs> yeah. So, why are you talking to me, Todd? <laughs> why are you looking deep into my eyes? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Todd's down there. We wish him well. Um, can we do hear how his uh, week went. Uh, he said, yeah, actually, he's uh, got a whole bunch of forestry guys in his uh, course with him there. So, yeah. hmm. Or maybe it's just the hotel. Maybe it's the course. I don't know. Yeah. But hmm. I think start slanging them shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Our forestry shirts, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think this, this week uh, we're going to chat about uh, our practice that we ran this past Thursday. Um, we were kind of sitting around thinking what, what we could do and came up with uh, something that we've done before where we have multiple spot like relay races so teams get into the trucks um this week we uh had two engines and two tenders that teamed up together uh and they have to go in which i think is what we did last time mm-hmm. we had yeah tandem, it was tandem tandem vehicles cause it, it was yeah it was. It's kind of it just become, gives us more opportunity mm-hmm. to do something rather than just one engine yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of become an annual event now for well, Training. Well, we've done it twice now. <laughs> Actually, you're our third. No, uh, the first time wasn't a tan- tandem. It was a per engine or yeah. tender. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it's kind of the third. Very, yeah, that doesn't work out very well because we have too many. Everything hits like the apparatuses yeah. do different things, so it's like yeah. yeah. I yeah. definitely like the the tandem with the tender and the mm-hmm. engine. We basically made strike teams, I guess. Is what That's they, right. Yeah. Is what they they know. It's called in the field. That's right. In in the field. <laughs> in the field. In the field of firefighting. <laughs> um, yeah. So we made these strike teams. We didn't call them strike teams. We just called them the engine and the tender. Yeah. And at the very last minute, because we were actually hitting our numbers really well, because uh, you obviously need you know if an engine if your engine holds uh, five. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our engines holds six, the other one holds five, but luckily one of our tenders holds three and the other one holds two, so mm-hmm. those numbers kind of balanced out. But then I realized the chief and deputy chief were kind of left in no man's land because they weren't running the one of the drills this year. Yeah. So at the last moment, I was like, oh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do, um, we're gonna do uh, Brian and yeah. Bob will be there as well. So we mm-hmm. actually had some uh, the command stuff is going on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it ended, ended up being like a little convoy of three, which is still a strike team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I don't know how you guys had yours, but each time, like the command would be the first one that would arrive. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then same like any sort of scenario that we put on, we give a little tidbit of like so to kind of back that up, we had four stations that these guys had to hit. We had um a live fire, we had a ladder rescue and attack. Yep. Right? We had a forestry bump and run, and then a classic um, hydrant, hydrant. Cu- couple hydrant hits and flowing yeah. some water. So each attack team, strike team, um, had to uh, go through each each one of these stations. It was a task force. 
It's not task force because it's a different. Sure, let's call yeah, it task <laughs> There's a there's a difference. I read this moment. I'm blanking on it. One, I think one is like the, it's the same units, which I think is a, it's just, I think it's a strike team, and then the multi units is a task force. It's a task force. I'd buy that. That's not. I'm good. blanking on it right now, but it's yeah. one of those is right, one of those is wrong. Mm. It's a thing. <laughs> no one comes here for for our knowledge. Of this. No, <laughs> I sure hope not at this point. Yeah, so we had these these four. Um, we typed out kind of everything that had to be done because that's I think something that um, the guys struggled with last time is we gave them the instructions at the hall and they, and had, they had to like scribe it out and then go out in the field and try to figure that out. Where this time we just handed over the typed out instructions to yep. um, either the chief or dep- deputy chief, um, and they could go over it with their their teams prior to arrival okay. uh, and I think it worked out a lot better guys were really hitting the ground running um, with each one of the stations so why don't we go through what the stations were um, we'll start we'll start with yours so you were running a forestry type yeah so one of the things uh, from the summer we um, we had trained earlier in the year was um, the bump and run uh, which we were calling bump and run at the beginning of the year it's mm-hmm. actually bump and run um, so we were training that and then obviously we had to do that several times yeah. throughout the year. And we, throughout, through most of the year, we actually got, we, we would kind of tweak it a little bit because when we were out on deployment to uh, the north, we we met a whole bunch of other departments. So we were kind of picking up little tidbits from them and doing different things that we hadn't thought of. And, and then also um, you have to, uh, it's called racking your hose. So you had to rack your truck. So you had to rack your hose based on your apparatus. So right. what worked for one uh, group up there and didn't necessarily work for our our uh, truck so um um that's what i i wanted those guys to do that so what we did is it's funny because it's like it's what is it about it was october almost the end of october pretty cold and mm-hmm. pouring rain that night so it's perfect time to do okay. forestry yeah. forest firefighting <laughs> yeah <laughs> The conditions were ripe <laughs> for a forest <laughs> fire <laughs> oh it's also in the middle of the night too yeah <laughs> so um yeah but what happened is, so I went to the end of a of a no through road, actually the one I uh, the one I parked on, where I had to run down to that structure fire Next, a couple yep. weeks ago. <laughs> so because I know it well so well. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did is I set up one cone. So when the truck drove up, officer was there first. I just explained the drill again to make sure they knew what exactly what I wanted. Yep. And the deal was, as soon as the first apparatus, so true apparatus, not the officer vehicle. Mm-hmm. As soon as the apparatus, whether it was the tender or the high or tender or the engine, crossed the first cone, the timer started. So the timer started. They had to drive to the next cone, which is, I want to say it was like 100, 100 meters away, 200 meters away. Yeah. Had to rip up there, and then uh, they had to stop near the first, near the second cone, mm-hmm. and um, park, air brakes, deploy. So as soon as they parked, all the guys could deploy. Um, so we had the engine deploy. Um, and the deal was the between the two apparatus, they had to have three different lines of forestry off. So it had to be three 100-foot forestry lines, but they had to be, um, it could either be two on the engine, one on the tender, or two off the uh, tender, mm-hmm. one off the engine. I knew probably most of them were going to do two off the engine just because it's easier to hook up to the engine because it's yep. got more ports mm-hmm. to hook up on. So, yeah, so they pulled up. Instantly deployed, uh, and the deal was um, they had to flow water for one minute before the bump and run would happen. So, mm-hmm. but I wasn't counting the one minute until all their lines were flowing. So the engine on the first team, the engine actually, uh, those guys got their lines flowing per- like really well. They because 
the other deal is they can't set it up at the scene, but they can preload before they leave the previous station. Right. Because we allow that. Because we want to, I, mm-hmm. I don't want them to be just panicking. I want them to actually think about how to rack their truck properly. Yeah. So they actually rack their truck before they arrived. I did notice that after Bob's team left my place or they were sitting at my station Mm -hmm. they were already figuring out where they wanted their forestry lines on both units so yeah they were doing that already it's cool because both teams had different ways to do it and you could tell um that there was a mix of guys because some of them had went on deployment up north so and Mm -hmm. you could tell which ones were there for certain weeks because some guys were like oh we did it this way and then other guys oh we realized that didn't work so we did it this way so um it was kind of cool um, so yeah, the engine, they would deploy the line. The first team actually, when they deployed their line, they got a little bit of a snag on the Cleveland roll. It kind of got pulled wrong. Hmm. So as, and as the guy's pulling it, he's like, oh, I just pulled that wrong. But as he did it, the, uh, the tender operator who was, uh, cause of racing, he, mm-hmm. he opened the, he, he charged the line, which mm-hmm. caused a big, rah, a little big spaghetti twist. Yeah. So right. they had to untwist that and that cost him some time. Um, so then once they got water flowing, a minute had to go by and then I, uh, I just yelled bump and run. And then they all had to, um, reload, re-rack all their hoses, whether they put it on the, um, pump deck or, uh, or actually re-rack it. It was up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had to drive. Once they did that, they had to drive up to the next set of cones, which was another hundred yards and then, uh, redeploy and do it all again. And this time, as soon as all three lines were flowing, I stopped the timer. Right. So most of that was done. But the whole drill was uh, between four and five minutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's fast. It's fast for that, like, just to drive, stop, deploy, spray, re-rack, go. That's a good, that's a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was good. I thought it was, uh, all that stuff we did in the summer really paid off. We're definitely going to do that again in the, um, in the like spring. pre-forestry season. Pre-forestry yeah. season. We're actually going to go to probably, I'm going to go around and get some, uh, like, talk to some different houses where we can actually drive into their driveway and deploy. Mm-hmm. Right. And do a few of those throughout the night, like we did actually on deployment. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it worked really well. Nice. Um, Rob, what did you guys get up to? Uh, so I took the throwing the ladders um, portion of the relay, mm-hmm. and I found with my typing out and explaining each task that everybody had to do, mm-hmm. You really have to give no room for interpretation. <laughs> uh, well, that too, but our guys, when it comes to relay races and competition time mm-hmm. stuff, they will take every opportunity to cheat. cheat. <laughs> Let's call it cheat. Yeah, absolutely. Like I can see with Scott's with the pre racking, if you're yeah. out on deployment, that's how your truck is going to be loaded and how it's going to go. Absolutely. Or, or like we did in the summertime, we kind of left what's just one truck racked because we knew we were going to have wildfires all summer. Yeah, yeah. and that's and yeah. that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, what did you have a problem with? So what I had a problem. What I had a problem with was um, I got the picture. Yeah, I got a picture. Uh, so what they were supposed to do is drive up to where I had some cones out in the front of the bays, and they had to throw a thirty-five foot ladder and do a patient rescue off the roof, and. They could either do a second rescue or a second op or at the same time do a attack from another ladder on a smaller section of the building. So the second crew, which was Brian's crew, mm-hmm. they had taken the roof ladder off of the engine and strapped it to the side of the tender, <laughs> having that ready to go so that they could deploy the ladders as quickly as possible. 
rather than because our engine has a uh, ladder rack on it that holds all of our ladders. Mm -hmm. So once I saw that ladder on the side of the tender and I saw the engine pulling around the corner, I radioed them and said if they didn't have that ladder back on the truck, I was going to fault them. (laughs) Because in this type of call... We're not going to be showing up with a tender yeah, with a ladder, ladder strapped to the side. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be responding with an engine with all of its gear attached mm-hmm. to it, ready to go. Uh, so they quickly swapped the ladder back on there. and But so that was the... I mean, you, when I, I messaged with you, you sent me the picture yeah. while I was out there. And I said, ah, this, uh, if, they, if they aren't cheating, they're yeah, trying. Special forces say, yeah, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I thought it was funny. But, also, they're uh, cheating. <laughs> yeah, once you, once you give them a, a sheet of paper with a list of things that they have to do, they're going to find a way to get around or make it faster, or which yeah. I mean is good, yeah. but we have to do some of those things within the operational... Realistic. Yeah, well, the realistic. Real, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we wouldn't be driving around with them. <laughs> Well, I mean, no. we could if we had a proper rack, but we wouldn't yeah. be driving around normally with a roof ladder sticking yeah. on the back end of the tender. <laughs> For sure. So anyways, back to my, my scenario, my relay, it was, I had cones out to simulate, a, like blocking the front of the bays. They had to pull up to that, get their ladder off. I had a flasher, a flashing marker for where I wanted the ladder for the uh, patient extrication. Mm-hmm. And I had another flashing marker where the roof ladder would go and they had to hit a target. Once, once they completed both tasks, the time would stop. Uh, and I put in a couple of um, uh, time penalties get, that could happen. Mm-hmm. They had to have uh, the two rescuers up the 35-foot ladder, had to be an SCBA. Uh, they had to tie off the ladder, and they had to make sure that the ladder was footed at all times by mm-hmm. somebody. If they didn't do any one of those, there was going to be like a 10-second time penalty. Also, if they dropped the patient off the ladder, uh, they were going to have like a one-minute penalty. Right. It's very, yeah, very generous for you. Yeah. <laughs> Killing the patient is a bit yes. of a deduction. Yes. Uh, so there was that. Uh, and then once both firefighters, or once the patient was to the ground, that task was completed. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, uh, the other operation was going on, which was they set those 35-foot ladder. They had to get an inch and a half hose and hit the target. And Bob's crew did that fairly quickly. They were about three minutes and 13 seconds. Um, they had a couple of switched on guys with getting that, uh, that rope tied and tied off on the ladder and, mm-hmm. and up and fairly quick. Um, and then they got the inch and a half pre-connect off the engine up the ladder and shot the target. Brian's crew, uh, they decided to go with, and they fought a little bit with the 35 foot ladder with the tying it off, maybe tying it too many times. Mm-hmm. And they took the inch and a half forestry line off the tender they didn't have enough pressure and i think they had to grab a second line so that uh, delayed them yeah. a bit uh, as well of course our inch and a half on the truck pre-connect is 150 whereas the forestry line was only 100 oh, so they didn't have yeah. enough yeah. room to reach so a little bit of backfire on it yeah and then of course they didn't have the uh the psi out of the tender at the time right so they had to ramp it back up and then hmm. so yeah but I think it was about three minutes and 13, 15 seconds for Bob's team and five minutes and something seconds for the other guys. So, right. but uh, yeah, all in all, it went fairly well. Nice. They're a task force. Sorry, I'm reading. <laughs> They're a task force. The strike team yeah. is a, speci- a specified combination of the same kind and type of resource. Mm. Yes. Yes. So they are not 
They're a task force. Yeah, they are a task force. Yeah. I guess we should have known that because that's what yeah. we were up in. That's what we were. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, nice. So, our group, I had uh, Warren gave me a hand. Um, we did a live fire. So pretty straight, straightforward. Um, we were on our upper burn burn building, uh, the multi level one. Um, we had a fire going in the rollover room. Um, the idea was they would pull up, um, the engine would do a positive pressure attack. So, uh, they have to get out, get a inch and a half pre-connect, uh, to the door, uh, and go through all the motions on gaining entry, um, and then do the proper, um, steps for pause, uh, for the positive pressure attack, um, while that's happening, the tender has to pull up, drop a bladder, fill it, and then go off and hit the hydrant, which is at the entrance to our training grounds. Um, as all of this is happening, um, they only had to hit uh, the fire for, I think I said, like like five seconds. Like We didn't want to put the fire out. It was just making the motions and going in there. Plus, we had another crew coming. So, uh, Warren help load and then he stayed inside to like safety and make make sure um and we also had um a couple things that if you didn't like if you didn't treat the fire like it was hot and stay low like we we kind of we i think we we fell into that like oh the fire's hot we have to be low and then every time we enter the burn burn building everybody's crawling yeah. Like, well, right. that's also not always going to be realistic. Like, you might not be walking straight up, but you also don't have to be hands and knees unless the fire dictates that's how you have to be. In this instance, we wanted people to be low and crawl, or just, just low, right? Yeah. I don't want them, like, running in there because this is a, a relay race. So if they o- open the door and fly in there, now you're not training safely anymore. Yeah. So it was, like, slow and safe was the idea. Uh, so I said, if you didn't if you didn't cr- like go low and low and safe, it was a minute. <laughs> and then if you... Missed, oh, you could drop the patient off the roof for a minute. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, you look at the difference. I mean, yours is... You're really generous. Um, and then if you got... Uh, if you didn't do the PVB in, in the right uh, order. So, like, if you had the fan going before the door opened or prior to event... Yeah. Um, you would get doc- documented. So it went really well. And it's crazy. Both teams had all of the firefighting done before the tender was full of water. So um, both of them could have done way better um, if, the tender was- if the tender was a little bit quicker to yeah. drop and leave. There was a lot going on, and the tender kind of waited. Um, yeah. right. So... Yeah, they, they definitely could have shaved off a little bit of time. Easy for us to say, sit, you know, sitting back uh-huh. and watching. But, uh, I mean, both of them were like, ah, man, like, we could have got this out of here. I'm like, yep, that's correct. If that if that truck would have left, you guys would have been, uh, you probably could have shaved off a minute. So both of them were in that seven, seven and a half to just, just shy of nine or right around nine minutes. So, I mean, that's pretty fast okay. to, to pull in. And, again, the time started when the air brakes were applied. And, um, again, you can't get out of the truck until the air is on. So, yeah, yeah it, went, it went really, really well. When you said the guys had to make entry, did you just have the door closed? Or it was closed. It wasn't forced entry. entry. Yeah. yeah, we didn't want to put too much. Um, 
in I guess in the way. Uh, but they, you know, if they didn't go through the process, we would stop them. Like yeah. if they if they weren't checking for heat, if they weren't you know doing good door control, if there wasn't somebody at the door, like yeah. they they had to hit every single step, right? Yeah. It wasn't this is a live fire, so it's not like they can half ass it. It's, yeah. It had to be done right. Yeah, I think back to the um, guys going in crawling. Mm-hmm. Remember, and we talked about this before when I started, probably when you started too. Well, definitely when you started, yeah, because you were started before me. Yeah. Um, it was always every time we'd do anything because we didn't have a burn building at the time uh, that many years ago. But every time we did anything, it was always every time we entered a room for training, it was always we had to crawl. Hands and knees, yeah. We had to crawl, and then it started. I remember reading when you know, I became training officer, and you know, I got other guys on, and we were reading. And it's like you're teaching bad tactics by crawling mm-hmm. all the time because. Not every fire needs to be crawling. You can move faster. You can see more when you're walking. Of course, when it gets, starts getting hot, when the smoke starts to dictate. Smoke level, yeah. And also when you're, you know, when maybe the floor becomes compromised, you don't necessarily want to be just rolling along. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely you don't have to always be crawling. Like, um, And that was just back in the day we used to train that way just because yeah. that's how we were training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely better that we, we have this fi- live fire that we can actually dictate. The fire dictates mm-hmm. what it's supposed to do. Um, yeah, when we go down. Yeah, it'd be nice too. Like if we had to for training at least, mm-hmm. you could hang colored ribbon at different lengths, and depending on the That's length, you could right. have to get ducked down so that mm-hmm. you're gradually yeah. the smoke level is becoming lower yeah. and lower. For sure. Oh, we could do what they do in um, um, Spartan races. No, not Spartan races. Tough mutter. Tough mutters. Oh, at the very end, they have the uh, they have electric fence pieces hanging down. <laughs> oh, yeah, tasing. <laughs> and you get zapped when you're uh, twenty two far, oh, nice. <laughs> too high up. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, don't hit that with water. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so we don't have. Yeah. yeah, we have our fourth one was hydrants. Was it? it was hydrants? Mm. Um, so I was the one that because uh, Jay had just came in, so he's the one that ran it. But um, yeah, the setup was for that was really easy. It was just because um, we have these two hydrants that are pretty close together and they're kind of on the same um, on the same street. Um, yeah, it's all up, yeah. By the, up by the high school. Yeah. Um, so we do relays up there all the time and stuff. Um, so what it was was the engine. How to hit the engine like, or how to hit the hydrant like an engine does. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do all the everything, um, two gate valves, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think they had to advance just one single line, uh, deploy um, the cross lay and flow water. But at the same time, the tender was going to be down at the other um, the other hydrant, and they had to hook up as though they were hooking up for um, filling for mm-hmm. a fire. So they had to hook up the hydrants correctly. And once both had water flowing. Um, the tender had water flowing into it, and then the high, the um, engine was flowing water out of it and water flowing in. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The timer stopped. Right. So a pretty simple, uh, like, bread and butter thing, but yeah. um, it definitely, um, it's always important skills to know. Yeah, and I like these, I like these relays because we've gotten more thoughtful on the... Yeah, like the first... The practical skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we always do a little bit of, you know, some adult beverages for the winners. Yes. Yeah, there was, there was definitely... Yeah, and it spoils. Yeah, it's not really like it's not like the guys are like, oh, I can't wait. They're more like, yeah, I can't wait to like get it, stick it to the other guys. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> well, it's very competitive for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's great. Like I think this time, like we we've, we've done like jackets in the middle, uh, and you like you just yeah. kind of throw them wherever. Um, I think this time 
I tried to get the two uh, the 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 Chiefs to pick, but they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to mm-hmm. they didn't want to have a high school uh, <laughs> you know, so the last pick last. Pick last. So yeah. it ended up yeah. just being like kind of the one two one two thing. So yeah. Yeah. chips fell where they may. Mm-hmm. The last time we did this, we actually didn't have any command or officer staff running the thing. Right. Yeah. Which I kind of like more in some ways. Or it's different. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like it more. It was different because the guys were looking at the chiefs to kind of tell them what they wanted. For sure. Whereas the last time, I think there was more communication, communication. as a team because their team was like, okay, we have nobody else telling us what to do. What are we doing? Let's and then one guy kind of, you know, and then the, out of the, out of the crew, the guys that were kind of the senior guys would kind of, they, they yeah. stepped up to lead. Um, but they're kind of unofficially leading. So they were, they were still more like, well, I'm not wearing any different color hat. So, um, the guys treat, treat you a little differently, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you have, when soon you put a red hat on, everyone's like, well, these, you better know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys can <laughs> tell me too what, what I, what I should know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's that I found last time was more cooperative with the teams. Yeah. The, this time was more the, um, it was definitely more of a fire scene. Like, mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. The command was in command and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it had its pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a different dynamic doing it this way. That was, you know, something that I thought was quite noticeable right off the hop. Um, but it was definitely more structured. Um, a, a little bit less fuckery other than <laughs> the latter. <laughs> I mean, that was good. I actually really liked that. It's, fuckery but it's good um but yeah it was very very structured on both teams like for mine at least um they hit the ground running everybody had a task uh and everybody worked really really hard i mean this is like kind of our bread and butter stuff yeah Uh, but yeah it was really really nice to see uh we've been kind of quiet since the big structure fire there um so it was good to get out there and get everybody hustling yeah. and everybody felt really good about it so and anytime you have you know you're you're flowing water you're you're doing something crazy off of a roof or you're you know in a burn it's it's fun yeah and well, they yeah. all in at once yeah it doesn't get tedious because you're not like oh we're here for another two hours doing the same drill mm-hmm. over and over yeah. again it's like yeah. oh i know in four minutes or five minutes we'll be packing up and going to the next one yeah. well, what's the next one or oh, the next one oh i know how to do the next one yeah. I'm super good at forestry stuff, so I can. Do that. I'll I'll run the nozzle on the next one or whatever. Um, oh, I don't really like ladders, so maybe I'll foot the ladder. Like, it gives guys opportunities to kind of shine. Yeah, it certain certainly um, guys that are more geared towards certain aspects of firefighting too. One guy is good at this, the other guy's good at this, the other guy's good at this, and yeah, sure. you're gonna end up with different guys. Like we do always, different guys on the truck, and everybody seems to work well together. Yeah, so I guess that was training in a nutshell uh, last last week. Yeah, you know, we could do that. Like, we could do, I mean, there's, like, unlimited amount of different drills we could do. Because mm-hmm. the last time we did totally different ones. I can't even remember them now. We were doing, we were doing very, uh, it, was, it was a lot more, like, water source yep. attack. Water mm-hmm. source attack, water source attack. Yeah. Um, this time it was more, like... Like, it didn't matter if it was it a was tender a or an engine. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, on a roof attack, you're not really going to use your tender on a ladder rescue, but it's just what happened to be there. That's yeah. the engine. Mm-hmm. So it really didn't matter what apparatus came. It was more like... The manpower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, anyone that's listening, if they if they wanted to try these relays, it just, you know, just pick some stuff that happens in your area or whatever yeah. and go with it. Deal with mm-hmm. your... Deal with your... Bread, like you call them, bread and butter calls. Mm. You know, yeah. 
are throwing ladders, are hitting the hydrants, are our PPVs. That's that's what we do a lot of. And if that's something you do a lot of, trainer relay with a X amount of time or a couple of skills that are critical to that and mm-hmm, yeah. plan your relay around those critical skills that everybody has to hit or sure. a couple of guys have to hit and make sure they do it right. Just like right. footing a ladder, make sure mm-hmm. somebody's footing a ladder and not walking away from it to go get a tool. That's right. Um, you know, that's the safety side of that stuff. And as I said last time, definitely, if you're going to do this, do not time them driving around town. Mm-hmm. No. You have to time them when they arrive on scene and have a, have a specific time when they start the timer, when they end the timer on that yeah. Yeah. task. Because if you have guys ripping around town, and not going be. code three, because yeah. they're, you know, they're, it's not a real emergency, they're just driving around town. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, someone's going to speed, someone's going to do something that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Because guys want to win. Um, so, sure. yeah, you have to have these kind of pretty strict parameters of when they show up, this is when the timer starts. Is when the timer stops. Mm-hmm. I think I've already got plans for the next one. I think what I'm going to do is set up our um, firefighter challenge. Oh. <laughs> but when they show up, each person takes oh, a station. Look at that. I, I really like that. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Right? So you've got one guy that's good on forcible entry. So he's mm-hmm. got the sledge. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've got another guy who's strong sure and really can like do that. the dummy drag. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have to... And they're not going to complain about it because they're not getting burned out. No. Yeah, yeah there's no one step that's going to kill a guy, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, not any steps kill a guy, but, like, I don't care if you're, you know, super fit or less. Yeah. You're still tired after going going through there. And then you'd be like, you still have three more sessions to go on you. You'd be like, yeah. But it wouldn't, right? yeah, it wouldn't be something all simultaneously. It would be okay. Yeah. yeah. First it, guy... It would be, like, it's a relay. It's, yeah, it's like, relay. It's a relay. You, you, you it see a relay. those guys, too. Like, those, that, that beach one. The beach one, um, yeah. Which is insanity. Yeah. Um, but one guy does one thing, and then the next person does the next, the next person like does the out, next, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I think it would be yeah. really, really so cool. So I, I like that idea for doing that. Mm-hmm. And there's enough stations that you can just keep tagging through, right? You can put a truck and a half through there. Yeah, so maybe, you're, maybe you've only got one minute to decide who's doing which station. Yeah. Rather than standing around and taking up time. so Or they decide when they're on the truck. Or decide on yeah, the truck. Yeah, because they're going to know what's coming. Yeah. You know? And, you know, maybe you have ten stations and there's only seven guys on the truck. Well, maybe mm-hmm. two guys have to run twice and they got to figure out who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whoever's doing the hose coupler. I mean, and a couple of them. Like, even, even the heavy lift of the uh, sandbag. Yeah. The 30-foot the walk or whatever. That's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's nothing on there that's, that's like, super physically... Demanding. No. So when you start chaining them together, it's beyond yeah, yeah. Like I mean, for what it's worth, we just had our um, we're just wrapping up actually some uh, selection process at the moment. We have our last interview tomorrow, um, but all of the candidates ran through that yeah. firefit challenge, um, and everybody excelled. I think they did really, really well. Yeah. Um, there were some snags along the way, and it was really cool to see some adaptation to to get around the challenges uh but yeah everybody ran ran through and and these are people that have never had turn out gear on never never held anything yeah. when it comes to you know firefighting and we gave everybody a chance to walk through hands-on explained it uh we had a fire we had one of our firefighters run it so they could see the course in, in its entirety um again had a chance to go out there and get some some hands-on and then these people as part of our selection process have to run through that um, and it's kind of a go or no go. Like if you can't make it through, it doesn't matter if you take two minutes or 10 minutes. If you make it through, you yeah. continue on to the next session. Yeah. Um, and everybody made it through, which is really, really cool. 
I've always I've always said even in our seminars when I've run the firefighter challenge is mm-hmm. that I don't care how long it takes you everybody yeah. finishes absolutely that's that's the important everybody finishes mm-hmm. yeah um, and yeah but that's what I'm always happy to see is that everybody finishes it regardless of time um, yeah know. it's you know you look around the hall like I mean I don't wake up in the morning and be like man I can't wait to go run this today but like yeah. we we all do it, um, and then <clears> like, done we have done it a while. We have done it a while. We're gonna have to bring it up this probably this spring. Um, so when you get through that, whether you like are stoked on it or not, like it feels good. You're like, yeah, okay, good. Like I did it. The person next to me did it. Like we're all doing this. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I, I think it's good. And even with those, you know, the new recruits. Um, when they got through, like they were beat, but they were stoked. Like yeah. everybody looked happy to have done it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, def- definitely not the most fun practice when we run through it, but you know that's something that we like to check check the box that you know, hey, we're not hopefully gonna have jammer today. Yeah, it's still not fun that sometimes when our uh, our, our uh, lifetime members and they drive through the parking lot and they see that the thing set up there, they, they just keep driving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're doing that. I'm out of yeah, here. Yeah, we may have. It was funny, well, Earl. Drove, drove in the other day and he was like nope and we're like no no, <laughs> no we're not no doing that we're doing it for yeah. someone else he's like oh yeah I'm here yeah <laughs> I did not see that yeah yeah it was I pretty understand. funny it might have been the last one actually not this one mm-hmm. yeah last yeah, it, was, up there. it was the previous one yeah. so that was yeah that was wait till everybody's here and then set it up <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we'll actually tidy it up again after it's still still up there but yeah, yeah. um Oh, sorry, no. Is that it? No, I think that was it. Mm. Yeah, it's really all that we had written down. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with winter, I mean, we, you know, one thing I wanted to talk, train, or try was um, we have that roof prop at the training room right now. Yep. Yeah. Um, is to figure out a way to make a chimney. Because we're chimney fires. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know if chimney fires are worth, <laughs> like, I shouldn't say they're not worth it. They're pretty con- like they're pretty basic mm-hmm. thing. Do we need a prop <laughs> for it to be right? I guess that's a question. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, or do we just to adapt and make the prop that Jay's already made yes. work for a chimney fire? Maybe not. But mm-hmm. I'm picturing our new oh yeah structure. Sure. The new structure we're going to build. Great. Yeah. So that will have a designated yeah. chimney fire. Yeah. Like I like the prop, prop that Jay built because. The, I mean, the reason why you want to have a chimney fire practice is for if the chimney fire went wrong. Yes. Not wrong because we attacked it wrong, but because if it was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if if it was already super hot and gone in the attic, gone in the attic, that's yeah. when the chimney fire goes wrong, right? For sure. Um, yeah. So that would be where I would use Jay's prop because then it would get into the attic, which is the roof prop, and yeah. the roof would catch on fire. And but mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to figure out how to make that happen. It, yeah. Um, sort of like stick on tiger torch in there, <laughs> and that's not really realistic. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Keep wrap your head around that if you guys can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to train chimney fighters sometimes too because not every everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are look like chimneys, but they're wood stoves on the inside. Yeah, like maybe the inserts, they burn. Yeah. yeah, the inserts. Yeah. Um, or you've got those weird shelves sometimes, and yeah. each shelf is different. Some of them you can reach from the fireplace inside the main floor, and some of them mm-hmm. you can't. And you're, we're dropping our chimney bombs down the 
the inside and we're not touching it again. Probably because there's a huge blockage in the chimney. Yeah, that's great. Just why there's a chimney fire. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like Ash said, just mm. had it clean. Yeah, everybody always yeah, has a chimney awesome, fire. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that is something. We we do have a bunch of new members. That's something that we should probably even just. I mean, you can't really even. Like, we can't go out there and do a practice on it. But even show them that sweet yeah. falcon hole nozzle. Yeah, yeah the falcon hole. Yeah, it's almost like that one's an. On OTJ on the job training, mm-hmm. um, that that chimney fire is almost because as long as I know how to throw a ladder and put a ladder on a roof, there's gonna be somebody else out there. Yeah, the yeah, the rest of it's kind of like okay, this is what we're gonna do. We come up, we're never really in a rush. I mean, we're in a, you know we're we have yeah. some purpose, like we're moving with purpose, but we're not mm-hmm. like oh my god, it's a, you know. I mean, we should never be like that, but we're not panicking. Again, we should never be panicking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, because we're just. You know, the chimney is designed for heat. For the, for the most part, it's fairly contained. Yes. Until it's so not. you just want to <laughs> get the flames out, cool it down, yeah. carry on without necessarily putting water down. Because yeah. yeah. like yeah. you were saying, the old chimneys, like real chimneys, you uh, throw water in it. Yeah, you're and cracking next it. You crack and it. Now yeah. they need to build a whole new chimney. Yeah. yeah. Um, those inserts, as soon as, we, as soon as we find out their inserts, we're like, oh, let's put some water down. Because yeah. it's not going to break anything. It's just mm-hmm. going to be. Depends on if it's cracked through or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, like going back to you were talking about the nozzle attachment, which is called we call it a Falcon Holt nozzle, mm-hmm. which is made by a made by a former member many many years ago. That was a uh, copper piece of pipe that atta- attaches to the end of the extinguisher yeah. nozzle, yeah. and you just shove it down the chimney so that you've got a better reach of stream. Mm-hmm. Um, or up the or chimney. Up, or up the get, chimney. Then, then you, you get, get that, that shelf. That shelf. Right? Uh, that's something, and I forget about that all the time. Mm-hmm. We hadn't until I think last year when we had that chimney fire. Because someone went, we, "What is this thing?" By you and we talked <laughs> yeah. about it, and we're, yeah. we're like, "What is that?" We hadn't talked about it or shown it in so long yeah. that yeah. we forgot about it. So mm-hmm. there's probably some guys that don't remember it even now. For sure. Um, but yeah, in training, we could totally train with something like that. Just to here's how it works. Here's what we can do. You can bend it to get around that lip. There's that corner, and yep. Well, last year's um, last year's. Pretty much real. We only had a couple small chimney fires, but one of those rocking was by your house. And yeah, that's right. That's when we came up with stepping stone, the stepping stone attack. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's right. We brought the stepping stone to cover up the chimney, cover hole. up the top, <laughs> and steam it out. To steam it. <laughs> that yeah, that awesome. was smart. That was smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spray a little water down there and then cap it. Yeah, because yeah, because we were gonna throw our jacket up. over and we're like, ah, I don't want to put my jacket over. Just burn it and then also you know. Why stink. we don't have just something on the truck that we can yeah. toss over there mm-hmm. that isn't a piece well, of plywood had, with a yeah. Someone was gonna give me a piece of plywood, but we could, we didn't have the right truck because their plywood's on the rescue truck for um, yeah for heart protection. Yes. So then yeah, so so we decided stepping stone. We're like, hey, bring that up thing. That but up. even if we made ourselves a piece of plywood that you took some of that. Um, cement board backing that you use in your shower yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Screw that and cement mm-hmm. it down so it stays with that. You got to yeah, handle. Yeah, you don't need large. Like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to yeah. be the one biggest foot ones square. are this. The smallest ones are like this, right? Like, yeah. as everybody out there listening can see what yeah. this and this looks like. But it's huge and small. Yeah. Huge and small. <laughs> if it's yeah. just a yeah, bigger and then not quite as big. Yeah. Uh, so as long as you had it big enough for the for the bigger. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, what we're talking about is what we did is we just a little bit of water down the chimney, yeah. throw that stone over the top and let it steam itself. Mm-hmm. I think it was quite effective. Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, because it was that chimney was there as weird nooks and crannies and mm-hmm. everything was burning in there. So and that thing yeah. was sparking like yeah. fireworks oh, at the cooking. top of it when oh, yeah. it was cooking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty impressive. Yeah. It's so funny too. 
I mean, you know, dealing with the public and, you know, homeowners is always one weird thing. And, like, chimney fires is one, like, if your house is on fire... You're out. For the most part, you're out. Yeah. Right? But, like, chimney fires, like, you're a couple moments away from this going potentially pretty poorly. Yeah. Um, where we're going to have to really do some hard, hard work now. Yeah. So, what we're there to do is try to avoid that, save your chimney, and... And your attic. And your house. And, and your, your house. attic <laughs> and your house, right? Well, this one was so weird. It was, I think it was later in the season. It was, I think, getting pretty close to fe- fe- you know, the old festive times. Yeah. Uh, these people were definitely feeling festive. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, didn't they go right back in and pour themselves a drink? Yeah. Like, right in the middle of it. I'm you hear like, like, you're like, ice, click, click, click. Yeah. I, I, I look back, <laughs> and he's dialing himself up a nice bevy. I'm like, what's happening over there? Is that just pour a little rumsky there? <laughs> Sip, sip, sip. start passing them around for everybody, yeah, man. Like, what you got there? You got some rum and eggnog going for the boys? <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, uh, I'm like, you should probably get outside, sir. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm just going just gonna to top up take the Take your beverage with you. Yeah, yeah on the grass. Grass. you can take a tray with you. <laughs> My, or, well, first of all, do you remember that fire when it was a chimney fire? The guy was burning, like, um, blocks of wood that had the glue on it. And he was, mm-hmm. like, had it stacked outside. He thought it was, like, he was using it as, like... It's regular firewood. No. But it's burning really like really hot and it's also like glue, so it wasn't good. Yeah. Um and he ended up catching his like his hearth was on fire. So basically exactly. his house was on fire. Yeah. So we come in. <laughs> his wife's still sitting in the old uh, easy lazy boy watching Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're literally fighting a house fire. <laughs> we're like, it's time to leave. She's like, it's a chimney fire. I'm not leaving. <laughs> and we're like, No, like your house is on fire. She's like, nah. Like, her carpet was burning. <laughs> we're like, you're not going to leave? She's like, no. Okay. I do not remember. I don't recall that. It was actually right near where that, the one right you're talking about was. was. Okay. Yeah, oh, really? It was down the street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it was, it was funny. funny. We're like, okay. <laughs> I guess you're staying. <laughs> Until the smoke gets so heavy that you're not staying. <laughs> right. Like, it had to be smoky in there. It was pretty smoky. Right. It was like, it was still like... It wasn't quite structure fire smoke. It was that wood, you know, yeah, like yeah. that wood yeah, smoke, but you could smell some stuff in the air. Like that was glue because it was glue. Right. <laughs> and then the carpet was on fire. People <laughs> didn't want to miss the wheel. People are weird. <laughs> like Jeopardy. Well, Jeopardy was on. <laughs> it was, yeah, people are weird. It's a chimney fire. Oh, it's contained. We're fine. Yeah, it's in the chimney. That's literally what it's there for. Well, my uncle, he used to, actually, years ago, he was on the department. Years ago. And he, I remember he used to purposely light the chimney fire. <laughs> <laughs> to try to that's how he cleans chimney out oh jeez <laughs> I'd be at their house and be like, so, I'm like what okay. is that noise it sounds like a jet engine a little, little he's s- like it's a chimney fire <laughs> he's like don't worry about it <laughs> so little side story I'm not sure if I shared this one before I was a teenager at home oh. and <laughs> dead middle of summer and my dad our chief now uh, <laughs> we we end up with this thing of bees in our chimney, in our stovepipe. Mm-hmm. And what does my dad do but... Well, bees don't like smoke. No, no. <laughs> smoke them out. So he lights a fire Makes in sense. the fireplace in the middle of summer and, of course, starts smoking these things out. And you can hear them buzzing around in the fireplace and starts smoking out the top of the chimney. Well, what happens next? I hear my dad's pager go off. And he hears the address. And the next thing I hear, I'm phoning that, no, 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 that's my house. That's my house. I'm with the fire department. I'm just trying to take care of bees. I didn't know that happened. No? Oh, yeah. This is is like, what is this now? 
it's gonna be around. 25 years that ago. was around yeah <laughs> oh i'm sure it was around back then yeah but uh yeah sorry chimney fire that's a pretty uh he'll be listening he'll have he'll know what's yeah, coming just saying, yeah. <laughs> i'll be getting so, a text yeah. message from him mm-hmm. what are you telling stories for the bees. <laughs> that's great yeah because yeah, in the summer if you see smoke Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be smoked. No, <laughs> there yeah, should be no absolutely. smoke in the summertime around here. Around, mm-hmm. especially from my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, even fun. like it's always that weird time when you're. Um, it's either the uh, end of summer, beginning of fall, or the beginning of uh, or end of winter, beginning of spring. Yeah, and you're driving, and you just like see smoke, and you're like, wrong color. <laughs> nope, wrong color. Well, you're like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're just, oh. it's like, especially like, at, it's more at the end of the summer when you get into fall. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of like, oh, mm. not smoke. Oh no, we're allowed to have smoke now. Yeah. Which is kind of what threw me off in that structure fire a couple weeks ago, because I saw the smoke and I'm like, yeah. A little burn farmers burning. idiots burning on a non-burn day, moron. Mm. Oh shit, there goes that fire. Yeah. <laughs> moron. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> For the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, kind of right around that uh Change, change over season. It's funny. I'll be driving. It, it doesn't matter where it is. And you see these little wisps of smoke and then it gets a, a little bit bigger. You're like, hmm, should I have a look? Like even today, uh, I knew it was a non-burn day today. And I mean, rightfully so because down below us here, um, there was like just Nothing smoke. Was yeah, it was like yeah. the smoke cover was crazy. And I'm like, ah, that's like it's pretty thick down there, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take the long way back to work, just to, like the long way is like an extra th- three minutes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm like gonna go this way and then loop, loop, loop back up. But yeah, it was it was town level, yeah, because that's sunk sunk down a bit there, right? So you're looking directly across the valley, and it's just this thick layer of smoke from all of the, you know, fire their uh, fire, you know, chimneys, fireplaces. It's pretty cold this morning because it was yeah, like minus five. Yeah. when I was going to work this morning. So it was probably sitting around zero at this point. The sun had come out as a, yeah. a, a little bit nicer, kind of hovering right around freezing. Uh, so everybody was pumping the old fireplaces. And yeah, it was just a dead level. Like, yeah. Yeah, a little structure fire down there. Going to take a quick drive. Nope, nope. Everything was fine. I don't but have you mine. definitely get heightened. Yeah. I don't have mine going yet. Really? Eh? But hmm. I will. But I can always tell when my neighbor's got his going. Because oh. I can't see out the deck mm. it's so smoky <laughs> i was like oh yep he's got his square place you know going. get some dry wood <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i don't know maybe it's not yeah that's crazy that's one thing i i wish i had a fireplace get get some of that wood yeah heat. we got the wood stove in the basement and the fireplace upstairs yeah. and it actually the other the other saturday we were we were doing some apple crushing and we ended up getting hot dogs and fired up the old fireplace and cooked the hot dogs over go. the old fireplace. Nice. Yeah, the kids like doing that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fireplace not as much heat. It's yeah. more ambiance. Oh, yeah. Stove sure. in the basement, though. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I get her cooking. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Modus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody want to take Modus? I'll do Modus. Okay. Uh, yeah, Snagger Tool is probably their biggest claim to fame, I guess. Um, you see a lot of people with snagger tools, um, mm-hmm. you know, just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, awesome. 189 different ways to use it yep. <laughs> or whatever it was. There's many, many, many different many ways to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously they have the, uh, door wedges, uh, spanner wrenches, uh, hydrant wrench, 
Pocket protector. Pocket protector. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right in the front of your pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another pocket organizer, which is awesome. Um, we actually, like we said, we had turned one of our pocket organizers. We got someone to mm-hmm. um, just sew on um, an old piece of seat belt, and we turned it into a, like, uh, we turned it, what we call the tool belt of destiny. Yeah. So, um, so we ended up doing that. I bought a, uh, have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Actually, it works We really did well. the, we yeah. did the training with our AutoX that one night. Uh, did did it fit I, over your turn gear? Uh, I gave it to one of the guys oh, to use. Did it fit over the turn? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, what I ended up doing, because this belt is, you know, it has to be fit everybody, I think just everything else, like everything else in the volunteer service mm-hmm. has to fit the biggest guy and the smallest guy. So, yeah, went on, uh, on Amazon, got a, a cheap belt with Cobra buckle on it. Cobra buckle. Yeah. yeah. Touched on this. This is not a motor set. <laughs> no. But anyways, it we made be. yeah we made this uh, pocket or, or the pocket organizer. We made this thing <laughs> that is nicknamed the Tool Belt of Destiny mm-hmm. that the officer wears, and it just gives the people an extra like it just has you those hand tools when the guys need them on auto X. Yeah. And, like the little tools, so you don't have to dig through pockets. The officer can just hand you the tools. It's um, your peeling tools and stuff yeah. like that. Yep. But it worked out great. That pocket organizer had just the right amount of stuff um, that we left the flap over it. It worked out perfect for it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm interested in those hose straps still. I think I'd like to get a couple yeah. sets of them just mm-hmm. to uh, demo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the guys were reaching out to me. We were chatting the other day, so it sounds like we've got some stuff coming our way. Oh, and uh, there's some new items coming. So, oh, uh, cool. and actually, there's some really cool stuff coming from them that might be a step away from the fire service. Um, I'll, yeah, oh, I won't go any further, but. Uh, <laughs> It's, it, well, I yeah. want to end this episode so we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really cool. cool. So, um, I don't know how much of this coming our way, but uh, right. we do have some stuff coming, so watch out for that. We'll uh, we'll put you in when we know. Yeah, chat it up, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Modus. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap this baby up. Uh, GTFF five for right. Yeah, five, there's that. Five. <laughs> there's that. Keep on going. Uh, Stop the Bleed. Rob, do you know the spiel? Uh, Stop the Bleed. Uh, three points to bleeding control, mm-hmm. uh, direct pressure, wound packing, and I was thinking about it today, and I cannot remember the third. A tourniquet, man! A tourniquet. <laughs> it is a tourniquet. I thought so. Okay, and yeah. tourniquet. Todd is going to roll over in his grave. Uh, <laughs> or whatever he is. Did he die today? I don't know. Still alive. Anyways, those are the three uh, main... <laughs> Three main things to uh, bleeding control. Uh, again, Scott and Todd are instructors for Stop the Bleed. Uh, and there is... What is the website again? Uh, bleedingcontrol.org. Bleeding control. Or no, it's stopthebleed.org. Stopthebleed.org. Try one of those. <laughs> one of those. Uh, yes. Anyways, uh, you can Stop check the out your... Stopthebleed.org. Yes. Check out your area for courses and training. And again, I think, are they on TikTok or on the Facebooks for... Uh, it was, uh, it's YouTube. Uh, YouTube is our... for the training. Todd's live. <laughs> oh, is he? Did he yeah. reply? Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, he's, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there's some prop ideas there and some training scenarios that you can run through with the guys. Um, yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I can say about it. And if you want to get any, uh, training, other training stuff, you can go to Rescue Essentials. Um, they got all sorts of stuff, the bleed stuff, um, cool packs like Rob got, um, just basically everything, mm-hmm. you know, possibly the essentials of rescue. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Tanner, Tanner Olsen Band, uh, Country Music, West West Canada. Um, 
yeah, doing some more live shows. Uh, got their music on all of the down downloadable streaming platforms. Uh, so check them out. Hopefully, uh, we can get them up for our uh, seminar this coming spring if everything keeps going the way it is and they're still kicking around in BC. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that looks. But uh, yeah, give uh, them a listen. Um, yeah, pretty good shit if you're into country music. <laughs> And if you're not, it's pretty good anyways. Yeah. I would say Scott's probably the least into the country music and still pretty all right. So check them out. Uh, and lastly, you have us. Um, we're on the Facebook, YouTube, Instagrams, and TikToks. Um, give us a like, subscribe, share, uh, comment on shit. It gets us out in front of uh, more people, which is uh, only helps us with what we're doing here. So And make sure you go on our TikTok that. that has the um, the oil Player. Yeah, it's shit in the bed. What? Rob and I were chatting about that. Yeah. It still it still is doing worse. It's because you wrecked it. You can't. You it's, wrecked it's it with the other song. It's not how, that's how it works. No, you wrecked it with the other song. Yeah, you can't. Anyways, go on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. It's, it's a terrible... You had a terrible song. <laughs> what was that song again? It did better. This Girl's on Fire. <laughs> it was a joke, and it still did better. And now we have Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Which is way better than doing worse. <laughs> However, our ice cream truck one's taken right off. <laughs> Everybody so screams awesome. for ice cream. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. All right. Any more? Uh, no, I'm good. Let's, let's, just, let's kill this thing. <laughs> I want to hear what's, what's going yeah. on. <laughs> exactly. Back, Scott back wants out. Yeah. Uh, Scott. Good night. Rob. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe. Stay DTF. So tell me what it was. So what they got.